There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna podcast. Jesse, what kind of person are you if you were to open up your phone right now? Do you have several different apps open? Uh, and you just leave them there? They're I have. Out. I only have two open right now because I just a few minutes ago just kind of swiped through and closed them. Okay, but in general, you are the kind of person if you have multiple apps opened up, yep. you'll just leave. You don't exit out each that other. That is correct. It, it's no, it doesn't bother me. It shocks me. Sometimes at the like end of the day, that. I'll be like, oh, let me just, it's like a, a completist thing. And I'm like, let me just go ahead and hit the reset button on all this. But it doesn't slow your phone down to leave them open. So there doesn't seem to be a reason to, to I don't worry about it. Oh, it's just like clutter. Cluttering it's clutter, but I don't see them. I don't well, you see. do if you go onto your phone. That's crazy. I, I don't, no, 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 no. There's, no, it's not like Google Chrome. I don't see like okay. 16 tabs. Across. The only time I ever see that there's multiple apps open on yeah. my phone is if I'm actively in the process of like closing Switching. apps. Then I see how many, I don't switch apps the way oh, you do apparently. I just go right. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of gives me the heebie-jeebies. I, well, there was like, I, I found this. Science, first of all, says you should close them out. So I don't care about your little battery Tell fact. me what science says. Go science ahead. says that if you close out your tabs, on your computer or your phone, uh, it can help you de-stress. So, it, oh, it's like be, it's I'm like just using saying, a. That um, might be why you're maybe stressed it, out a lot. I no, I do close <laughs> them sometimes. It makes me feel a little bit better. It's kind of like using like a little fidget spinner. It's like, you know, I see people closing apps all the time on their phone. I'm like, just calm it down. It's okay. Your phone's not going to die. It doesn't use extra battery power. But I don't. It even doesn't care. slow your phone down. No, I don't care what it does. I if I use an app, in, unless I am in the process of going between two different apps, for, like at the same time, because I need to. If I use an app and I'm done with it, I instantly close it well, out. It's not even an option. Aren't you a better person I'm, than all of us? <laughs> I'm just good. Good I mean, for you. I'm de-stressed. I mean, de-st- according well, to science, really? I'm de-stressed. Well, you close some more so apps because I think you need some work. <laughs> that's why, maybe that's why you I hear a like lot of behind the scenes, a lot of... I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say anxiety. I said stress. Oh, um, So okay. I'm just right. trying to help you out. Well, I'm shocked it. that you're that kind of person. I also told you last week that I'm the person, whenever I make a new alarm... In my phone? Oh, my. Oh, I forgot about that. I know. That. Okay, well, don't pretend like you're going to vomit. This is a little too... No, it you're, makes me cringe. That's insane. Okay, that's, well, I'm going to continue insane. with my story as a result. Go ahead. <laughs> it is. I will admit, I'm the first to admit, this is very unlike me to do this particular thing, but that when I create a new alarm in my phone... Pull it up. I never delete it. So if you go and look at all the oh. alarms... 
That's insanity. And it's got everything from like 7, 17 a.m., 7, 20, 7, 22, 7, How many alarms would you guess do you probably have sitting in your phone? In here right now? I'm just doing a quick scan. I don't know, about 120. <laughs> I'm cl- I'm clutching my chest right now. I cannot, the, well, I cannot the, handle the that. The best part is, is when you see that there's alarms from certain times of the day and you're like... Why would I have set an alarm for 11.41 p.m.? Ugh, and it's like, oh, I worst. probably needed to get in that before, like, a, like I had a crazy flight or something. I, I don't just, get, no, I don't care what's going on. 41? I that's, hate, You never need well, an alarm for I, that time. I, sometimes I feel bad for the numbers that don't get used as often. <laughs> Grover, hold just, on, hold on. Mr. OCD himself just walked in. Grover, how I'm yeah, going to show you be the alarms on my phone. Tell me, how does this make you feel? You don't have... Does he have I, a, I have a real problem with that. <laughs> I have that one alarm, crazy? 6 a.m., and I wake up at 5.57 every morning. I don't even know oh. why I said it, but why do you not just sleep until the very last moment and get your ass up? Oh, wow. This what? is a different issue. <laughs> no, wait. This is a different issue. Um, I'm lazy. Okay. How's that for an answer? Well, uh, at least I, I appreciate your honesty. But the answer, is the reason shocking? I leave these in here, though, is the process of creating a new alarm. I, I hate doing it. I hate going in here and hit, hit so the plus. you just plus. did it all in one swoop and you picked the right time I just, for the That event. is correct. I'm okay. like, oh, I feel, I'm feeling like 623 tomorrow morning. That would take more time Thank to you. scroll through all. Uh, are um, you agreeing with me, I'm Robert? agreeing with you. Yeah, to scroll through all of those alarms. You just know what? hit Different edit. strokes. There's an edit button. Edit. No, yeah. with how particular and by the way, that is kind of unjesse like. I just insane. I said that. That's the first thing I said. It's very. Uh, this is why what? people are confused about me. You make no <laughs> sense. Dana Kelly no said sense. this a couple of weeks ago. She goes, "I can't figure you out." Just when I think I figured you out, you go completely. We're in a never going to get him married, Anna. He's not. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Coming back. Huh? No, oh, sorry. I don't. Not with this. Not with your alarm system. <laughs> You show that to your future wife, it's over. You know what? You know, you just Never. you just prevented yourself from me talking about my therapist to you on Friday. Now we're going to oh, talk all about this problem. You're going to be like, Way to what go. does it mean that I, ha- I never I'll delete you, I alarms? I told him, I'll, I'll charge you half of what you pay your therapist, and, and I will get you, I'll figure it out Whoa. in no. six weeks. No, no. <laughs> we, we've said this before. You're a little direct, a little yeah. drill sergeant-like. Yeah. You know what my therapy was? A smack upside the head and rub some dirt in it, Grover. Of course it was. Of course it was. <laughs> and look how you turned out. I think I'm fine. Over the weekend, I went to a bar where they still allow smoking inside. Was this in Kentucky? Yeah, and it, I have not—I've not been in a place like that in a long time. Yeah, and I, it just kind of caught me off guard. I'm like, oh my gosh, remember when this was normal? Everywhere? Yeah, I remember being a kid. Cracker Barrel is what, because that it was—I was young when this was going down, but I do remember specifically Cracker Barrel. We went there a lot, like after church on Sundays, my family. Uh-huh. And I just remember going up to the host stand. They'd be like, how many in your party? Smoking or non-smoking? Yes. Even though the whole place smelled like smoke yeah. regardless. Oh, yeah. You you'd, were... be, you, you'd be in the non-smoking section, and the only thing dividing you in the non-smoking section would be like a booth, like a partition. Yeah. you like, I can smell your smoke. Uh, but as a kid, I don't remember it really bothering me. That's because you kind of... I, th- I think it was you just so normal. Used to it. Yeah, it was just so normal that you didn't uh, think about it. But yeah, gosh, it's like one of those, one of those, uh, a, a thing that used to be totally legal. Yeah, that I you're guess. a little surprised now. Yeah, we were at Yellowstone a couple of days ago, and there, we were outside. But there, just a couple, I think a guy or a couple people walked past us smoking cigarettes on the boardwalk of in the, at a hot spring geyser. Yeah, and I was just like, that seems a little off. I mean, I don't know what about that feels weird, but... Like, you're outside, but... Does but it, we're in a national park, and there's trees around. It feels illegal. I was like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I would do that, but... 
I don't know. I'm trying to think of other things. Like, there's things we did when we were kids where I'm like, I just don't think they allow that anymore. Like, in gym class, did you guys ever do the thing where you had this giant inflatable ball? Let's just say it was eight foot tall. And you put it on the field. And then you had two teams. And the whole purpose is to push the giant one ball into the essentially the end zone. Yeah. It's two teams against each other. But what would end up happening is all the kids would run at the ball at the same time. And inevitably, if you were a little late to the ball, think like a trampoline. If you're you just a kid, bounce off? you fly out. Well- you fly. <laughs> and it was, it was dangerous to say yeah. the least. Kids no. were flying everywhere. Like oh my gosh. Ping pong. No, I did not do that. Yeah. I, it's, my mom always talks about how uh, when she was a kid, they didn't have seat belts in the car. She's like, when I was a kid, we'd all pile into the our trunk school, of the... Our school bus didn't have seat belts. Neither did mine. Uh, I do they have that them was now? I think they do. I haven't ridden it on a school like bus in a while. It feels like they should. You yeah, know what I mean? It's just, I don't. It's, there's a lot of things like that. So what do you think? Things that uh, you can't believe were once legal. The no seatbelts in the car. I remember we would lay in the back window and my mom would hit the brakes and we would just roll off and that was the best thing ever. That's what my mom always says. That sounds so dangerous. It was fun though. Yeah. We would lay in the truck bed of my dad's truck on the country and just like look up at the sky yeah. while we're driving down the road. And uh, I'm fairly certain that was actually illegal at the time. <laughs> it wasn't even legal. Uh, I don't think that's... you asked about seatbelts on the school bus, no, they do not. I was the bus yeah. driver up until the beginning of the year. Oh. Yeah, they just put a lot of padding in the seats, I think. It's... Yes. <laughs> yes, they do. And God forbid you sit in the back seat of the bus. You ever done this? Bing! And they hit a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit a speed bump. You're done. Boom, straight up in the air. <laughs> Watch your head. This is something that you cannot believe was once legal. So uh, when I was younger, we had a local establishment that was a uh, liquor store in the front. And in the back, they had a, a lounge. And they had a drive-up window. And you could drive up and order a mixed drink to go. What? Whoa. Whoa. Yep. That is... That's the definition of an open container. Yeah. Whoa. Um, was this in Ohio? No, it was in Kentucky. Ah, yeah. Still, Kentucky. Kentucky. Hey, Kentucky. Wait, wait, wait. When was this? Uh, this was at least uh, 40... Okay. Two years ago. Wow. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's it. We're, this is mm, the I, early 80s. I've seen like yeah. an old um, news... Uh, an old like newscast and it was from the 80s and it's when they were gonna like you couldn't drink and drive anymore or something like that i don't know if this is real but it's people saying they're like i can't believe it it's just crazy they're taking away our freedoms and stuff like that and i'm like what <laughs> yeah you could you could drive up to the window and get you know a couple of screwdrivers and slow gin fizz oh, that, <laughs> sh- that should be good Finally. enough to get me to work yeah <laughs> <laughs> That is nuts. Yeah, Wait. No, no. I think I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I I'm all for freedoms and everything, but I think they made a good decision. I, 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 maybe I think so stop too. Doing that. On that one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hey, Definitely. we appreciate you calling. Thank you. All right. Bye. We have been asked tonight to show up to the Cyclones game for the playoffs and sound the siren, which I've never done. Have you've done it, right? I've not. No, no, no. Oh, I've you've... seen the siren cranked. 
by Statman, Stat. who went crazy. <laughs> it's this really loud hand crank siren that they do during special Cyclones games. Yeah. And you and I have been asked to be celebrity Cyclone uh, siren crankers. Siren crankers. And I'm not going to lie, I thought of Stat's video that he has of him like going to town, cranking the siren. And I started to feel a little insecure this morning. I'm like, oh no, what if I know. <laughs> What if it's like kind of hard to crank? Yeah, I know. They, they, they said it is. Oh no, I didn't know that. It's, yeah. Oh no, wait. I, I just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Do some no. dumbbell curls or something between <gasps> now and then. I know. Well, I did land and, day today. And he was... <laughs> you sit down, crank it with your foot. Oh, well, and, and the thing is, so we're going to be doing that at the Cyclones game tonight. Puck drops at 735. I think this might happen... Around nine. Yeah. They've got $2 beers. So you can go ahead and get yourself a couple of beers and start building your pyramid between that time and, uh, and siren time. Oh, I'm ready for $2 beers. I already have multiple friends that said they'll be there tonight. I'm like, oh, come oh. find Jesse and I. So I hope oh. you're ready for a night out, Well, Jess. if they can't find us, they'll hear us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be at the Cyclones game tonight. They're uh, in the playoffs against Fort Wayne. Jesse, I feel like you have been trying to work on yourself, but there's this there's a new thing that you're doing. I don't know if I like this, this bettering Jesse version. Okay. And it's my fault. Uh, I'm going to take full responsibility. So a lot of times, Jesse, if I bring up something that you do and I'm like, oh, yeah, you always do this. You're like, oh, okay. And you try to fix it because mm-hmm. you're always you're the kind of person you're like, I always want to better myself. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful. I love that. If somebody you. gives me construct- constructive criticism, I take it to heart and try to improve. And you try to improve. Yes. Right. Well, it, this was a while ago that I, I mentioned to you how you always try to you always try to fix things. Like maybe someone's just venting. And they don't want you to give advice. They just want you to listen to them vent. Mm -hmm. Do you remember me saying that to you? Yes. Okay. And do you feel, is that something that you've maybe been trying to work on? Yes. Okay. Well, yesterday when I was venting to you uh, about, you know, we don't need to go into detail, but I was venting to Jesse about this like drama I was having with some friends Mm -hmm. and I'm sitting in here like spilling my guts. And normally you would try to give me advice or tell me what to do or something. And instead you were like just sitting there listening, which is what I asked you to do. But I you know, I did not feel, I didn't feel good after the vent session. I was like, dang, he had nothing to say because I told him not to say anything. Well, let me admit something first of all. Okay. This is just me telling you the truth. It was not a conscious decision to not give you advice and not to try to solve the problem. But I have been going through some leadership classes with our company Hubbard and one of the classes we have focused on something called empathetic listening and it's basically it teaches you to be a better listener and not to try to be a problem solver like take in all the information you can and then you ask kind of these uh questions to gather more information and then you basically lead the person to solve their own problem but you are just gathering info. So I feel like that maybe I'm doing that without even realizing it because I've been surrounded by that training lately. You're becoming a what? What is it called? Em- a- empathetic listening, empathetic like empathy. Empathetic listener. It's an empathy. You're, you're empathy. You're showing empathy, <sighs> but you're not just being like, well, here's what I would do if I were you. Or let me tell you about the time that that happened to me. That's, that, That's that, fair. So I'm not doing that. I'm just sitting there taking well. the info in. But I'm also, I think I was like eating food at the time when you were talking to me yesterday. Wasn't I snacking on oh, something? Oh, wait, so you really just didn't care? No, <laughs> I don't know. That like, was one of those the timing on this okay. coincides exactly with what I've been training, been trained to be better at recently. And that's what I thought. And I'm like, dang, and I brought this up to him a while ago.
So I gave you notes. You've started to depend on my solutions. Yeah. And I didn't give you a solution. I didn't even realize. Yeah. And yesterday you were just like, oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And you just listened. There is one other, there is one other reason maybe that I didn't give you a solution. And I feel like this particular problem you were talking about, if I think it's what it was, is this has been kind of an ongoing thing. And I feel like my advice is the exact same it has been all along. <laughs> and I've already given you that. And there's no reason for me to give it to you again. I don't think you can win in this situation. I, I feel like there's no, sol- no I can't solve can't. anything at this point. So I'm like, you- no, there's I one guess- solution and you just need to take that path. I guess I've just grown to, I've, I've just gotten used to you always offering that same advice over and over when I vent about this situation. And you didn't do it yesterday. I'm like, oh, dang, is this... Empathetic listening, Jesse. No, there is a limit of me <laughs> how much advice. Eventually, I'm just going to stop offering the advice if you don't listen to me. So, so now we're at like, ignoring, Jesse. Uh, ignore listening. Uh, no, no. It, ignoring is what you've been doing. You've been ignoring my advice, <laughs> and you keep asking the same question over and over. Okay. Now you just need to take All my right. advice. Take the See, advice. I, I, okay. I'm, everything's good on my end. I thought it was you working on yourself, and I was going to no, say, listen. it is. All right. It's a complicated thing. It really but is. But you're welcome for I, all the help. You know well, what? When I talk to my therapist on Friday. Can you bring my, up I'm going to bring up. I, I, I promise that I'm going to start peppering <laughs> little Anna questions into my therapy sessions. And all I'll right. report back to you what she says. All right. Let me know how that goes. This is what we're going to talk about on Friday. Okay. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Okay. We've got this truth jar right here. It's filled with questions. We take a question out. The other person has to answer the question. We alternate days. It's Anna's turn. Question has been removed. Alrighty. And it goes like this. Anna, have you ever wrongfully accused <laughs> someone of something? Yes. My, it was the first apartment I ever lived in. Mm-hmm. At the time, I had two black cats. That's important for this story, okay? Um, I had two black cats, and there was a day I, I came home, and I noticed that the maintenance men had been in my apartment. And they left a little like service request, but I didn't ask them to come in. So I think I was a little bit upset that they came in without giving me a warning. It was my first apartment, so I wasn't used to this. And I, I felt like kind of violated a little bit. So then I go into my bathroom and, and that's where they were doing the service was in the bathroom. And I noticed that the seat was up, which was all, that also made me feel like a little uh, frustrated because like I, I never have the seat up. So they used the they facilities. Were ch- that's what I thought. I don't, I, I don't, I really, I don't think so. Um, I think that they were doing work and they probably just forgot to close it, to close it down. Uh-oh. But what I saw oh was a black hair. So I go in, I don't investigate. I go into panic mode. Oh I call the office and I'm like, the maintenance men were in my uh, apartment today and they used my bathroom. I'm a female. And they're like, are you sure nobody else like used it? Like they were doing work in there. Maybe they, and I'm like, nope, there was a black hair. I've got the proof. I was like, there's a black hair. I've got it. I took a picture. I'm like, I have a picture of it. And they're like, oh my gosh, we're so sorry. Like, we're going to talk to them about that. You're right. Like, this is crazy. Whatever. Okay, so I'm like, okay, good. That's that'll show them. Like they're they're gonna get written up. Mm. Later in the day, I go in and I see there was more black hair. My cats, it was my cat's black hair. So your cats cat were hair. shedding. My cats were shedding because I looked a little closer because I'm like more black hair. You know, it was cat hair. The cats were in the bathroom and they were shedding. And oh, guilty, <laughs> guilty. guilty. 
I, my stomach sank. I felt so bad because these guys were getting in trouble. And so then, so then you did what a reasonable person would do. You said, you know what? I'm a bad person. I was mistaken. I'm going to call it up and I'm going to make it right. That's what you did, right? No. Oh, don't you? Oh, boy. I you had, there was a 50-50 chance you could give me the correct answer, and you did not. I'm you not let that, You I, let that slide. You let, let them let feel go. awful that one of their men, I and guess, he, workers, was shedding in your bathroom? And they probably knew. The guys probably knew. Like, they saw the cats when they went in. They knew. Like, they probably... I felt so bad, but I didn't apologize. Didn't feel that bad. I was just, Why? I just... Because you were so... Because you had gone off so much yes. that you're just like... I had you know caused what? such a scene. I also, you got to think. Okay, this was my first apartment, so I'm like what, 21, 22? Give me that at least. I was young. Wasn't that long ago? But I will say, <laughs> those maintenance men—they never treated me the same after that. <sighs> Not that they were rude to me, but they were very um, cautious. Cautious would be a no good small word. talk. No, like, they used to say sleep? hi and how you doing, and then it, from there on, it was just uh, like hello. Like it was very. Wow. Uh, They're they like, ah, were, there's that one that turned me. us in. The crazy yeah. girl. So I feel so bad. But so that was if you time. did that now, if you went off on somebody and you knew that you found out after the fact you were wrong, would you apologize and call it up and own it? I'd like to think that I would. Oh, boy. That's but still not know. the answer I was well, looking for. because I'm not going to sit here and be like, yeah, I totally would. I don't know. I, I guess will it say, depends. That, that's one thing that it's... makes me a slightly better person than you. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. You don't know what you would do I, until it happens. I, Correct. I will own up, though, if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, have you and I been, you and I don't really get in arguments. No. But, but if, if, a, if a fact is yeah. put in front of me that proves that I am mistaken, yeah. I will just full stop be like, I can't argue with that. You're right. I'm, I, I, I'm mistaken. Some people just change the subject. You're like, oh, yeah, well, what about this? I mean, I don't I, think I, I do that, though. No, 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 no. I've not just, seen you. I'll You're pretty good at owning quietly it. Quietly own it. Yeah, no. I did that. I was wrong. Well, I'm sorry. Anyway, well, I'm glad you've learned your lesson the last couple of years. I think Six so. You become... <laughs> I Maybe I just don't react as crazily up front. I investigate uh, a little more like, well, let's... Now that... What really happened? That we call wisdom. <laughs> Poor guys. Yeah. I'm in here about to cry because Jesse's bringing up... What is it? My Girl? Yeah. The old movie from the 90s? The movie. So... Michael J. Fox... He, Thomas J was the role he played in that movie and he was just being a good little friend and he went out looking for, I don't remember the girl's name in the movie, but she had dropped her mood ring and he was being a good friend. He went to go pick it up and he disturbed the beehive and he got stung to death. And, and this scene where, uh, Dan Aykroyd has to tell the daughter that Thomas J is gone. It's so sad. Well, the re, okay. The reason this came up is because. I told Jess, we're trying to plan our show, and I'm like, well, you know, it's bee bee swarm season. Yeah. (laughs) Right? Uh So this is a real thing. Uh, Late spring, early summer, it's just the time of year where bees, I believe that they are looking, like their hives are are filling up. They got a lot of bees, and so they are looking to to find a new place to hang out. That's my way of describing it. And so you might come across a swarm of bees. And and they're not dangerous. They don't want to hurt you. They're only going to hurt you if they feel threatened. So really, it's fine. Um, but anyways, I brought that up to well, Jesse, and he's like, "Remember my girl with the only Culkin dies." The only, the first thing I think of when I hear of a swarm of bees is Tom, poor Thomas J. For my girl, he kicked the little beehive. He's looking for the the mood ring, and next thing, you, his glasses fall off. <laughs> and then Dan Ackroyd has to tell his daughter that her like best bud is is gone, 
And so then, then you see the saddest thing I've ever seen. Macaulay Culkin, a.k.a. Thomas J., yeah. laying in a cot casket. I know. And she's, this girl starts crying, and she's like, because he has no glasses on. And, she, and she's yeah. like, he can't see without his glasses. <laughs> and it's, this is from what 1991. Kind of and I haven't seen a movie since it came out, but I have a really good friend of mine, Manta. Yeah. And she's like, it is the saddest. I mean, it ranks right up there. With Littlefoot's mom dying in the it's, land before time. This might be worse. It the music uh, it's, is just it's heartbreaking. Why did we didn't need it? I'm so sorry. You, we well, didn't you need know, this movie. every <laughs> now and then you gotta check your emotions. And it sounds like they're working just yeah, and it's like I'm about to start crying. I was like, my eyes are starting to water up watching the rewatching the scene. I know. If you if you're needing the feeling the need to cry a little today today, just go to YouTube and type in <laughs> Thomas J. Death. <laughs> Poor little Macaulay Culkin. Oh he gosh. looks like my nephew yeah. who's six years old. I, I mean, know, this is awful. So sad. Right. Anyways, bee swarming season. Watch, Watch out, out for the bees. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, I've decided I'm going to get into a new thing, numerology. And remind me what numerology is. It's taking numbers from your life and sometimes you're just like adding them together or whatever and uh, it will tell you more about who you are. Oh. So you know how like zodiac signs, like what day were you born? Here's your zodiac sign and this is what you're like. Sure. So numerology will take, for example, your birthday number. Mm-hmm. So you were born on the 18th. Yeah. So you would add eight and one, mm-hmm. which equals nine. Nine. So your birthday number is nine. Now I just started this this morning. I was reading a book before work and I, I just started its numerology. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get into this. So Jesse, number nine, oh. a leader. An ability to lead groups of people or organizations courageous enough to take risks in life. Yeah, that sounds like me. Risks? I thought you were risk adverse. I am risk adverse. Okay. The uh, first part sounded like me. I do like to lead. Yeah. Okay. You're into that. Uh, Dedicated towards their work. Prefer to complete it independently. Mm. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. I'm not sitting here depending on other people. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know. Let me put it this way. This is going to be a bold statement. Okay. I know that if I do it myself, it'll be done correctly. Next. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's what I would take from that. Um, active can accomplish any work successfully in a hurry. Uh, oh, boy. We might Whoa. have uh, hit a slick spot in the pavement. Is this? Okay, this is bad. And now, okay, so those were your positive characteristics. Uh-huh. Now I'm looking at the negatives and it gets worse. <laughs> Wait. People with a number nine uh, birthday number. Very aggressive. And people misunderstand them. They attract enemies easily because of their short temperament. See, this is why I don't trust any of this. They're prone to accidents and injuries since what? they are risk takers. Uh, uh, um, the first part of that sentence is correct. Maybe I did I am my prone numerology to accidents. wrong. I've been told I'm very clumsy. Okay. When we were on the plane the other day, we were flying yeah. to Salt Lake or whatever on the way to Yellowstone. I believe after our first stop, I went to stand up and it was I was the guy that hit my head on... The underside of the, bam, on the other side of the, uh, you know, the, where the luggage goes. Yeah, no, you are kind of, you and I'm do, like, I was yeah. Like, uh, uh. <laughs> I usually figure it out after one or two little clumsy things, but yeah, I have to get it out of my system. All right. Um, well, you know what? I, know. I uh, think that all sounds like a bunch of crap, to be perfectly honest with you. I don't believe it. I don't believe in astrology. I don't believe in numerology. I think it's a way to get to what you want to think at the first place well, and anything you see, Jesse, and you'd be like, see, it's right. Well, hold on. Okay, that. I feel like we got off to a bad start here. Yours was a little off, but I just started the book 
Okay. So maybe as I get further along, you know I will give you more of your special numbers in your life. You know, you're, okay, I'm going to be more open-minded. Ahead, ahead. This is something I feel like I could probably work on. Being open-minded. I know we're in May now, uh, the month of twenty of year 2023, but yes. I think being open-minded is a goal I can probably adapt adopt. Oh. Is to try just to be a little well, more open-minded, okay. less we'll, closed-minded. We'll work towards it, and I hmm. will bring in more info as I continue to read my studies numerology. in numerology. I, can, I wonder what the title of this book is. Numerology. Uh, number lovers. <laughs> it's literally called numerology. Boy, right. nothing makes you want to pick a book up more than that. <laughs> it got you. I got this call from the rental car company from Montana where we had rented a car to go to Yellowstone over the weekend. And they call yep. and they're like, hello, sir. <laughs> um, you have left an item in the rental car and we'd like you to call back if you're interested to call mm -hmm. back describe what the item is and we'd be happy to return it to you yeah. and my initial thought is i left an item in the rental car and then so i after multiple phone calls they finally called me back but they initially made it sound like i was gonna have to describe what i lost before they would tell me if that's what it was mm -hmm. and i'm like can you give me a hint because i don't think i lost anything yeah, I, w I was in here while <laughs> Jesse is talk talking on the phone to the rental uh, company. And he's like, well, can you tell, like, can you give me a hint? Can you describe it? He was like, so I have to tell you what I lost, but I don't know what I lost pretty much. Yeah. And it's, I get why they're doing that because they could say, well, you left a diamond necklace. And you're like, oh yeah, that's mine. Even though it wasn't, yeah. somebody could lie, but you'd think they could just give a generic. Jewelry. It, yes. Let's say, let's say it wasn't. Or check if you're missing any. Yeah, so I ended up getting the guy on the phone today because the only thing that I knew was left in that car that we left was an ice scraper that Ooh. was in there to begin with. We got it. It had like a, a windshield ice scraper in there. They've had some snow up there in the Montana, Wyoming area. Yeah. And I was just like, all right, this probably came with the car. I'll just leave it in here. Yeah, and, for sure. And, no, I get the guy on the phone today and he goes, it was, uh, it was some hats. <laughs> I go, like, come on. And instantly I'm like, I don't think we had hats. I go, what, do you, what kind of hats? <laughs> like, he goes, ball caps. And I go, oh. And he goes, you know, they look like they were brand new and they belonged to some business of some sort. And there were two of them kind of stacked together. Yeah. And then I go, I don't remember seeing those. And then he threw the line of the phone call at me. And he's like, yeah, one of our workers, they may have gotten the car messed up. It might not even been your car. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. thanks. For inducing panic. All as in, of that. did I drop my ID between the seats or was yeah. it something of, well, like a $20 bill, which I didn't have? But. Sure, but sometimes you lose something and you don't know that you lost it until you go to use it again. And it might exactly. be it might be a while before you go to look for it and you're like, Months oh no. Later, I'm like, where did I put I that? I remember I brought that with me. And I've done that too. Although I will say they were a little dramatic if it if it's just ball caps. <laughs> Sir, can you dramatic. describe the ball cap? Um, yeah, we can't um, tell you what the item is. Uh, yeah, these these <laughs> at least have a street value of $14. <laughs> There's the new Ohio law, no hands. You can't have your phone in your hand while you're driving. Yep. But what about the giant screens that most new vehicles have? What about that? Like, that's... Oh. Come on. Oh, you're saying you think, so it's one thing to eliminate the phones, but you're like, that screen's still a distraction. It feels very similar to me. It's like a giant iPad that you're screwing around with while driving, 
And car companies are thinking about maybe reverting away from that a little bit, getting back to the knobs and buttons from the good old days. And it's because of consumers. Consumers are saying in studies that they're doing that we're sick of the, the screens in our cars and we'd like to bring back where you don't have to look and you just feel and you're like, oh, that's, that's, that's true. The, that's the knob. And it's the... I, did you ever drive a car old enough that when you would push in the preset button, you could literally feel it move the dial? <laughs> like the old Wait, ones? What? Okay, so old. Uh, let me let me take you back to a year. Uh, first this of like, all, I've got a 2007 Honda. Okay, so all right. Well, this that. is pre-2007. Okay. I know you're thinking you're living in the future, but you're still like 16 years back. All right, all well, right. Let's, we got to go back like 30 plus years. You Maybe the 80s. You have to push. When you would turn, tune the radio, you could literally feel it like turning the dial right so when you would set a preset if you pushed it in it would there would be some resistance to the button you'd push it you could feel like slide the thing over wow yeah it's very satisfying that is crazy i just remember this because when you were a kid yeah yeah i'd get in rental cars i'd change every radio station to b105 (laughs) (laughs) at my last station i do a lot of button pushing go to the car dealership and like wow (laughs) next person gets to the car like oh this must be a pretty good radio station (laughs) i still do that i get into a friend's car i'm like oop Oh, what's this garbage? Wrong. Oh man, yeah. I just put my favorites on there. Oh, that's lots hilarious. of lots of B105. So right. here's the thing with the screens, though. I think there is a difference with the uh, the giant screens. It's because they're still sort of you can kind of look at the road and kind of look at the screen at the same time. Yeah, but looking but- at your phone is a whole different thing. Maybe so, but you still, you have to look at the screen. Well, you can't just like reach your hand out and, and know what you're, I, I mean, know. I guess you could memorize it, but for the most part, no, you have to look away from the road. If even for a second, you well, have to. Well, there's a reason they don't so, make those screens. So you can't like watch TV on them or anything. No. Although I, one time I had an Uber driver pick me up. He had his laptop playing a rest. It was like a wrestling match that what? night. What? <laughs> I'm with, not kidding. With the witness. I still got in. I was what? like, well. How they doing? <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! I've never. It was like I raining too. Know, I wouldn't do it, but yeah. when nobody's listening or watching, but he's just like, "Sorry, this is a very important pay per view match. I don't know what's gonna happen." <laughs> I feel like any time that we have talked about Laney Wilson recently, the question has come up whether Laney is going to be in the second part of the you know the current season of Yellowstone. Yeah, she's been on that show. Yeah. So somebody finally asked her, and her answer was a little surprising. She's like. I don't know. <laughs> I'm waiting on a phone call from somebody to tell me the answer to that. And this kind of plays into this whole thing about like the drama with Kevin Costner. Yeah. Whether he and the creator of the show are getting along. Will there will he be back? Yada yada yada. But Well, I don't I don't even watch the show, but I think the last thing that uh I read was that they will only do half of this next season because Kevin Costner is leaving. Well, that. we're currently halfway through a season. Oh, we I'm even... sorry. The following season, it will only be oh. like a half season. Like, it won't be quite as long we just, because yeah. Kevin Costner is leaving. Like, they're wrapping up filming on that. Yeah, because I think... So, I don't know. Lainey Wilson being on the show has brought even more attention to the show. Like, I mean, we're talking about it all the time. Well, she makes me want to watch it. Does she? <sighs> I've you... tried. I've tried. I want to get into it so badly. You've made it how far... <laughs> have you made it one episode? I think I've made it like two episodes. Mm. It like I don't know. It doesn't. You're not, not the only person. It doesn't get my attention right away. You're not the only person. Yeah. I talked to somebody the other day. They said they made it through two episodes, 
It can't. They're but gonna... I've heard if I just hold on, it gets real good. I just haven't, uh, haven't experienced that. Kick it into gear. You know, yeah. if you want to be part of the conversation, it's all. If not, if you want to be on the outside, just keep doing what you're doing. I, I have FOMO. Like, I, I really do <laughs> oh, feel man. left out when all you've right. seen something that I haven't. <laughs> that, you're right. Yeah. That is crazy. <laughs> Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. We started doing this at the end of our show. We'd like to wrap up our show, take a look back on our day, have a little retrospective moment. Each of us come up with our emotion of the day. Yeah. We say what it is and we say why. How are you feeling? Confused. Why is that? Well, it was around, I don't know, about 5, 10 tonight. <laughs> you went on the radio and you said, I can tell Uh-oh. that Jesse has been trying to better himself. <laughs> and he's actually become a really good listener. <laughs> yeah. And that you were <laughs> venting about something yesterday and I was just listening. Listening. And taking it in, processing, but I wasn't trying to fix the problem, which is something I've done in the past. That's what you usually do. Yeah, I'm a fixer. I'm yeah. a problem solver. But I wasn't fixing it. And you said that... You didn't like this new change. You like Fixer, Jesse. You yeah. like when I come in to swoop in and just give you my opinion. I had no opinion to give you. And now I'm confused because I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm be, my, my therapist would be so proud of me. I, every, I'm proud of me. Okay. And here you are. <laughs> you just, no, Jesse, I need you to revert. Okay. Come back. So just something to think about. Yeah, real quick, you know what I would compare that to? That? You know when you're like, uh, think about your sibling and you're like, oh, my gosh, they're so annoying. They always do this. It is annoying, but also deep down, you kind of love that about them because it makes them them. Oh, the, the oh, my problem at solving aspect? So, yeah, sometimes like the annoying things I point out about you. But I, you'd miss them if they're gone. Yeah, I'm like, well, that's Jesse. Like, it drives me crazy, but I kind of like that about well, you. Well, I will so warn that's... you, be careful what you ask for because I, if I come back to solve <laughs> problems and come back, I'm solving all of them. Well, it doesn't mean I won't complain. Either way, I'll complain. Well, that's guaranteed. Right. Go ahead. Well, Yours? Uh, I'm feeling weak. I'm feeling weak. Uh, tonight is the Cyclones game. They're like in the big tournament, and we are going to crank the siren. It's like this storm siren. You literally yeah. have to crank it, and it makes all this noise. And they told us it's going to take a little effort. They told us it's going to take effort, and I have seen a video of Stat, and he's mm. cr- like going to town on it. And I, if you want to talk about the weakest part of my body, it's my arms. And I'm just, I'm feeling a little weak and worried. Anna said to me earlier, she goes, oh, no, I did legs today. I, I really did. I, I mean, I, I did my legs. So uh, the arms. No, you've got time. I don't think we're cranking a siren until like 9 o'clock tonight. So uh, yeah, I mean, I, as I not... glance across the hill over here, I see Crunch Fitness, and I Let's know they see. have a bunch of weights in there. One thing about me, I'm not going to be sweaty at the Cyclones game. Okay. Okay, well, that's what the all the ice is for. <laughs> we'll be back down. <laughs> On that note, let's get out of here. We're wrapping the old show up. (laughs) Thanks for being a part of the uh, radio experience today. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Totally. Totally. (laughs) Wow. All right. If you're going to the playoff game, we'll see you there later on tonight. Just listen for the siren. It'll be very loud. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.